If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Walmart, Nike, Bloomingdale's, Petco, Ugg, Sephora. So many more I could go on and on. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. When it comes to savvy shopping and saving money, Rakuten is a no-brainer. It's free and easy to join. That's Rakuten.com. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Rakuten. A hypothetical. If your neighbor buys Enlist One and Instinct Next Gen and you buy them with True Choice, what's the difference? An extra five grand in your pocket? Don't miss out. Get up to 10% back with True Choice at Corteva.com slash save now. Back at it, homegrown radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. Got to say what's up, uh, and, and thank you again to Pac-Man, the Gunman, All Money In, Nipsey Hussle's artist, uh, incredible conversation, and the people thought so too. We were pacing at 100,000 views, so Are salute you serious? to everybody that uh, been checking it out. Hey, man, as much as we say it ain't about hey, the numbers. Man, I love them numbers. We, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, shout out to Andre's Best said great interview. Uh I, I just became a bigger fan of Pac-Man. Uh, Sounds of my mother's music uh says, I love this interview. I feel like I know the homie better. He said I was all money out after PayPal refunded me all that money. So hilarious. Uh Queen B12 said, I love this. Uh oh, this made me this made me smile. I know Nip is proud. And Timothy Romero said, Pac-Man, we see the growth, bruh. Salute to you, dog. Just keep doing you. And GQ Media said, definitely a fan after this interview. We needed this one. So salute that's to everybody that's been uh, on that content. And just, just people that's been reaching out. Shout out to everybody that's tapping in. Man, it's been people have been really, like, reaching out in a different way. I mean, even from one of the conversations that we had on the podcast about, um, you know, the all money in pieces. He was talking about, you mm-hmm. know, people out there making fake jewelry. I had a couple screenshots. Me too. People showing. People sending you Like, yo, like this person's doing it. Let Pac-Man see it. I'm like, bro. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you, you know, keep it going. If you have any questions. Yeah, out here snitching. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> nah, uh, at Homegrown Radio, everywhere. Subscribe and continue to, to you know, carry us whatever you, where you, wherever you guys listen or watch out. All right? Uh, DJ Head, hey man, there listen. is, on the, the podcast before Pac-Man, you were talking about the DJ Head Kick Experience. DJ Head presents the Kick Experience at BET, sponsored by Sprite. Um, oh, you got sponsors now. Look yeah, at you. Yeah, man. Shout out to Sprite, man. Damn. I appreciate Sprite. I appreciate uh, you. You better? I appreciate Puma. Say it again. I appreciate Sprite. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate Sprite. I appreciate Puma. Yeah. Everybody that's involved right now. It's just a beautiful situation. Last year when I did the Kick Experience, it was just really like me and Silas kind of just putting it together. Yeah. Like, and man, it was a headache. And I re- I remember. I remember the I conversations. I remember the, the the conference calls and just kind of seeing the way you guys maneuvered it. Because, you know, put it like this. I I get it. Big organizations. You know, they, they're familiar with doing things a certain way. And when you have somebody that's new to the to the situation, they may not believe in you and what you can prove. But you guys did that uh, oh, last year. Showed and, our ass. Uh, above and beyond. And look at you now. And shout out to artists, too. To all the artists that showed up for me last year, yeah. um, RJ did a, an incredible job. Like uh, Shoreline Mafia, SOB, like Perico, AD, right. everybody, P-Lo. Like, yeah. I think that it really showed an organization like BET, like what this LA, California, West Coast shit can really look like. Exactly. And I think that they sold. So now shout out to France and the whole team. Like they fully believe in me. They fully gave me everything I asked for. Right. Um, I really can't really, I mean, I'm really just grateful to be honest with you. I think that um, what we're turning the kick experience into mm-hmm. is something that has been lacking. What do you because think the vision few- was? What was the vision for it? 
it's a fusion because you got to, I don't want to mention any other competing like brands and whatnot, but it's definitely a mix of like the sneaker culture, but then with music, art, it's not just like a, it's not just about sneakers. Like right, right. it's about art. It's about the festival. It's about, it, it, um, we have a video game um, interaction. We got basketball. It's like, it's the culture. Yeah. So I think that's what it is for me. It's like being able to tackle the culture from different elements. We got graffiti artists. Word. We got um, people doing custom shoes. We have a, a trade show basically yeah. where people can bring they they limited editions mm-hmm. and sell them. You know what? You I can th- buy and sell like it's dope. What, what and I, it's free. What I think about this, it reminds me of like events that took place. Like I remember the uh, like again. I always talk about it on on, on previous shows, but. The start that I got in radio was because of the um, the Black Business uh, Expo mm-hmm. and the the Black College Expo. This is like one of those things where it's like a, an experience that people can come to, and you never know what it has set off in you. Create, you know, create, create, act creatively, creatively, or just just being around. You never know who you can network with, who you can see, and it's obviously around the music and the culture, but it's the people out there too. I think it's dope too because it's not just like for sneakerheads it's the kids it's grown adults it's like everything and it more so means means a lot to me not just on some like la shit but also it's some people of color shit like this is bet weekend this is black entertainment television but it's not just black people it's like last year was mexican latina you know what i'm saying latinos uh South Americans, right, right. people it's, from England, like nah, just pulling up, pulling up yeah. Australians. Yeah. It was just like it was, it was dope, and it was just about the culture. Yeah. So I think this year is going to be even bigger and better. Um, by the time people hear this, it'll pass. But I'm going to be on KTLA Channel nice. Five. Damn dog, yeah, it's stepping up. You're going to be on TV. I'm going to be on. They let with the radio face. Hey man, they let the nigga on, on television. TV. I'm going to talk this LA shit on TV. You know what I'm saying? Talk this LA stuff. Let's get you. I'm going to talk this LA stuff on TV. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just it's a big, big, big situation going down right now. You're not gonna cuss on TV, right? <laughs> and it's like, whoa, well, let's go to the uh, weather. Let's well, go to traffic. I'm gonna try not to. Nah, that's gonna be crazy, man. Yeah. Um, no, nah, that's that's dope. And I think obviously we'll we'll talk about the lineup as the weeks get closer. Yeah. So this is the plan. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell I'm gonna, because by the end it won't matter. Um, get on KTLA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everyone that I'm going to announce the full lineup on my show with Bootleg Kev. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to announce the full lineup, and I'm going to have a special guest in studio with me. One of the guests that that's going to yes. be? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So there's oh, wow. a full artist lineup, two days, a two-day festival of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to BET.com and register. It's free. All you have to do is register, get your wristband, and pull up. All right, so I, I did see one artist. Uh, actually post that they're going to be there. Yes. Shout out to Villain Park. Yes. Okay. So that's one. Yeah. And then last week you mentioned at the end of the show. Um, damn, I forgot that quick. You mentioned another artist at the end of the show. Oh, it was uh, One Take Jake. Shout out to One Take Jake. All he right. So there you be, go. He you will got, also you be. Got, pro- you got two people on the lineup so far that, that that's going to be at the BET uh, Experience. Uh, DJ Head presents the Kick Experience mm-hmm. um, at, at BET Experience. So, uh, that's, uh, again, give them the dates real quick. Jan- you know. um, it's going to be June 21st and 22nd. All right, man. So at the LA Convention Center, uh, we shut in LA Live down. My stage is probably going to be, if you're not going to the Staples Center show with like YG and yeah. all of them, there is no other stage to be at. Exactly. Facts. West Coast. Facts on top of facts. Um, one thing that people kind of messed up with a little earlier this week, it, it's always a tricky situation when you deal with this because I even posted about it. Um, it's it's definitely a fact now. Uh, rest in peace, Bushwick Bill, mm-hmm. uh, the Ghetto Boys, uh, died at the age of 52. You know, a lot of people didn't know he was um, dealing with uh, sort of cancer, man. So um, definitely one of those things where it's, it's, it's a reality check, man. Like in the hip-hop world and just as a – as a man getting older, it's like, oh shit! Like you are not immortal. You are not immortal. But you know the the news that came out, and then they retracted the statement, and his family said he's still fighting for his life. So you hear, see people posting that he passed away, rest in peace. A lot of uh, tributes going on, and then literally like thirty minutes later, everybody took their shit down, and you know was saying, oh, he's still fighting for his life. The 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 crazy part about that the internet will kill you. The internet will kill you so fast, man. Yeah, I'm cool on that shit. Um, that shit is crazy to me. Like, 
Let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? But see, here's the thing. I have a theory about that, though. I think what really happened is that he passed away. I think he passed away, and the news got out. You know how people can find out faster. Somebody at the hospital or whatever probably put the news out to somebody, and it mm. just snowballed, and the family probably didn't know. Mm. They probably The family probably didn't get the chance to notify everybody the way they wanted to, mm. and... It's like here it goes all over the blogs and everywhere else. It's like, well, damn, you know. I, I mean, that's know. tough to be honest with you, because I don't, I don't know, like you know the way my now. This is in, this is what I took away from the story. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, you know, to him and his and, and and you know condolences to his family. But I don't know. Maybe you could tell me because you know me, but I don't know that that makes a difference to me. What you mean? Me finding out, like how I find Fam- out. family wise, yeah. Like if somebody in my family passed, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody close to me that's in entertainment. Oh no, no, no! At this point, if it's if if your family is in the entertainment business, you're subject to your privacy being gone. Not to say that that's no. I'm just saying what I'm saying is, do it matter how you find out? And I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm, I'm saying right. no, it doesn't matter. Of course, the regular the re- of course the regular way you would want to have some sort of privacy. You'll want to find out in a. Okay, let me let's put in the situation. Who are you? Are you his brother? Are you? A I could be a brother, cousin, cousin parent. I think I think only if they're in the business, right? I mean, if yeah, if you if you if you in the spotlight, if you're a person of notoriety or fame, mm-hmm. and the internet finds out something about you, more than likely somebody in that is close to you going to find out on the internet. I think it would, I, and I think understanding your logic, I think it still would affect you it may not be like oh this is crazy but you would be like yo what like why mm. why did not find out got you so if it's let's say your your brother is bush bill and you you know you know it's it's getting serious it's around that time and you scroll up on instagram let's just say you see on real 923 la instagram hey rest in peace Bushwick bill your your brother you're mm. like wait wait who got this information? Mm. Why would not? Why? Why don't I know first? Or why nobody confirmed it with me first? I feel that. So I mean, I think that's where I feel that. I, I just don't. I've never been in that situation, so I can't say. I can't speak on it. Yeah. But I want to believe that I don't necessarily know. I want. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if it matters to me because I would still be. It's still the same pain. No, it's not about the pain. It's about how you deal with it. It's, it's the information getting out there. It's a, it's, it's a privacy thing. Like, you wouldn't want people just walking into your house, right? It's kind of a form of that. Yeah, but I think that once you get into this into this game, like, you know it comes with that. You know it comes with it, but it's still, it's still, for example, you talk you, you talk a little reckless sometimes, right? Even with I the say, logic that you have, right? I say things that are uncomfortable for people exactly. at times. So if somebody's uncomfortable with what you're saying and just comes up to you on the street and just slaps you, do mm. you expect that at this point in your career? Not at this point in my career, but I do. I I do understand one thing. I do, and I um, and I talk to Charlemagne about this. You can't tell people how to react. Exactly. So, like, I think, um, for instance, I, I said on the radio that Eminem's past ten years of albums was trash. Mm-hmm. I if 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 he heard that, I would expect him to feel some kind of way about it. I don't want him to slap me. Right. I mean, I'm a fan, so I don't know. I might, right, I might but, think that shit, okay. this shit might be kind of cool. Right. Okay. That's different, though. Let's say a fan pulls up to you on the street mm-hmm. and hauls off on you. I would yeah. Want- I heard that Eminem stuff you said. Oh, no, 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 no. What? No, 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 Well, I mean, for me, <clears throat> I can't tell you how to react, but then you also can't tell me how to react. Right. But what I'm saying is that you're, you're like— I'm not expecting that. You're, no. you're not expecting that. Mm-mm. But you're in the you're you're in the light you're in the limelight now. You have an opinion. You have a you have an opinion, and you speak your opinion publicly on a platform that's broadcasted to millions of people. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you can't. You don't know how people are going to receive that information, mm-hmm. and you don't know how they're going to react to what you have to say. So, on the other end, it's like even though it comes with the territory. You still can't. You still can't ha- handle how people are going to react. Yeah, that's so you, true. You're going to be surprised either way. That's true. Either way, I'm going to be surprised. But I don't expect some some fan to hit me based on my opinion on their favorite artist. And nobody expects that if you are are a, a family member of a celebrity, and there's some private information, nobody expects for that public information to be leaked. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
Nobody expects it to happen, but so when it does, it's like you get caught off guard. Mm -hmm. No, I get it. I get it. I think that's that's where it it comes down to. It's like, no, yeah, you're in the limelight. You understand that it's going to happen, but you still, when you still, when you're met with it, it's It's like, like, oh, shit. shit. Like, what the fuck is this this all about? What the fuck is going on? So rest in peace, man. Um, Bushwick Bill, Ghetto Boys. uh, Mine's playing tricks on me was like one of the first songs I remember memorizing. Like, straight up. Here's something that nobody really talk about, though. And, and when it comes to, like, celebrity uh, deaths and stuff like that, is, like, like I, I think that, for instance, if you're a celebrity, right, and nobody wants to cast their own death, but why not set up something where you want, like, I guess it would be a real uncomfortable type of thing, mm-hmm. but you know how, like, people have a will, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you thinking about that? You have a son now. Right, right. So yeah. are you thinking about, like, yeah. okay, so life insurance, yep. a will, all arrangements, right. all that kind of shit, right? So what about a public um, will? Does that make sense? So this is what I want you guys to mention. This is the one I want you guys to talk about. This in terms what, of like... In terms of my passing. Announcing it? Yeah. But here's a, the here's a problem with that. Who's recording this? No, I'm saying, say I post it, or say I, I leave it with my attorney or my state, whoever has your will. Got you, got you. This is the statement I want released upon my passing. Okay, I, I guess I'm not understanding. A public will. Instead of that. a will for your family, a will for the general public. If you're in the limelight, if right. you're a person of notoriety or fame, this is what I want to go out to the public upon my untimely demise. I think the issue is, who gets that in? You're right. Like let, Let's say, let's go with that logic. All right. You come up with this. You give it to your attorney. Right. Mm-hmm. And you file, you know, you give them all the paperwork and all that. If I'm an intern working for the attorney's office and I know that, let's say, um, OK, no, no, I'm sorry. Let me let me take that back. Let me take that back. This is the information that happens. Right. This is what, how you want it to be publicly, you know, uh, distributed the information. Right. But if the person in the hospital is the one, like, I'm a nurse, right, in the hospital. I'm saying, oh, shit, he flatlined. Mm. I'm running the TMZ. Mm. That's what a lot of people's logic is because they know they can get the money just by releasing the information. Mm. If you're the first person to know and that information's out, you get a check. Mm. If you get a picture of some crazy shit, like the person, I don't know, the, the whoever the person is that got that picture of Michael Jackson, because that, that shit was on the hush, hush, when he had passed away. And that's why TMZ blew up because somebody got a picture to confirm that he got rolled out of the house and he had passed away. Mm. So that person, I don't know who it was, got, cashed got out. that got cashed out. So that we're in a society now where we got the world star moments. We want we get the TMZ pictures. We need the clicks. We need the clicks. So you're right. You can set it all up with your attorney and have yeah. it all, man. I want to want to make sure that you know you post me over here and this is my my final announcement and I want this this and this happen. But if I'm that person that's hungry on the come up, I have nothing to do with your attorney. It's no way to control every no way to every control step of shit. it. Yeah, I feel that. Nigga. Well, this has nothing to do with any of that, but Chris Brown and Drake yeah. had a full rollout that was supposed to happen with a song. We 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 knew we knew about it. Yeah. On the inside as a radio station, and that shit dropped four days before. Yeah. Whoa. I think that um <laughs> well. Here's the thing. I will say this. You, like like we always say, you got to give credit where credit is due. I, I appreciate light skin privilege coming together <laughs> and and doing it for the culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Light skin privilege is out here making making waves in the in the community. Mm-hmm. And I think that Drake and Chris Brown teaming up and putting their um, beige they beige bravado aside is a big thing for the for the for the culture. It was inevitable. We knew it was gonna happen. Drake out here squashing beats with everybody. Yeah, I like that. I like that. This gonna sound real fucked up, what? but that's that big dick energy. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Wait, <clears throat> what? Bro, it take you know how much. Look, <clears throat> and this is why this is why people can't tell me nothing about Drake. This is why I respect Drake. He got the same type of energy I got, where it's like, bro, I know that we can do this. Like I'm cerebral, right? Drake is very strategic and cerebral in the right, way right. in the way that he moves, the way he thinks, the way he do shit. Drake, like, bro, I'm better than you in every in every way. Talking to just whoever. Okay. Except Chris Brown. I was about to say. That's he's not better than Chris Brown when it comes to performer. Drake is not better than Chris Brown as a performer. As a singer or performer, no. 
As a singer? Or performer. Or a performer. No, he's not. But as an artist? That's an argument. <laughs> it's an argument. Hey, when the niggas breath get like that, you just... It's an argument. So... But you're saying thing, as strategically as a performer and as a singer, Chris Brown got Drake beat. So my thing is, if let's say okay, so if Drake like Drake like obviously Meek Mill body Meek Mill mm-hmm. right Drake every time Drake has an adversary, watch it's, it's not even close right except the Pusha T shit, which you know that's up in the air. It's asterisk, right? That's, yeah, it's, yeah. you know whatever, but. Drake is like, I'm better than you in every way. Mm-hmm. Like, I can out-rap you. I'm bigger than you. I make more records, more hit records than you. I'm I'm richer. Than, whatever you want to Drake is that's that big dog shit, right? Okay. But he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Come on. Let's let's just rock. Let's do the feature. Let's do a video. Like, I'm gonna jump on, I'm gonna bring you out. Let's do, let's, 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 let's do, fuck all this other shit. And they, they've been doing that before. I think Drake brought him out uh, when he was out here in LA. I know. And then also going, if you go down the line though, Migos. Right, right. Uh, fuck it. Like, I like that shit. It's like, the Migos, what? What? Like, come on. Oh, as far as take him on tour. Gotcha. He, Drake didn't don't pro- need- he didn't have a problem with Migos, did he? No, I'm just okay, saying just Drake didn't need the Migos to do that tour. Got you, got you. He could have carried it on his own. He could have he could have done it on his own. It would have right. did the same amount of dates. Right, right. Maybe one less date in Per City, yeah, but yeah. it would have did the same amount of dates. You know what Drake is good at though? He's good at planting those seeds early. Like with with, with Migos, he did a song with them to help them kind of get their career started. Well, yeah. they, they were already doing their thing. And he jumped on that he thing. Jumped on too. that Versace. Yeah. And down the line, when they become the biggest shit, in turn. They're able to kind of still collaborate and do it. It's it's the same thing that we talked about as far as when artists are up there reaching back to the young mm-hmm. and pulling them up because you never know when your time is mm-hmm. gonna be down. Mm-hmm. And when that when that 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 shit leak when it um what is that the uh, what am I trying to say the uh, when the shit is unbalanced when when one is going up and the other's going down you got to make sure that. Whatever energy you carry while you were up, mm-hmm. you got to hold on to it when you're going down because other people going to be able to help you out as well. So mm-hmm. he does that. He's done that with countless artists. You know what I'm saying? Even even as recently as Blueface. You know what I'm saying? Reaching out to him saying, I'm going to do the remix for you or jump on the track with you or whatever the case may be. Um, he's just good at, at, at planting those seeds so when the artists do blow up later on, they're mentioning him and they're talking about him and... You know, it's in good favor to, to to Drake. So I think that Drake is just a pro. He does that shit at such a pro level, and I respect that shit. People can talk with people can say whatever they want about Drake, but I respect that shit. I like the fact that he embraces the younger, the youth. Yeah. I like the fact that he brings up other artists. I like the fact that he is not afraid to like Drake. Know he's the guy, right? right. He got to know he's the guy, of course. So, but I don't think there's ever really been a point where. Well, yeah, there has been a couple of, a couple of artists who've done that, but I don't think they've done it on the level that Drake has yeah, been able uh, to do. Yeah, because Drake is massive at this point. Like, exactly. One of the biggest. But him, for him to be able to be like, all right, come on, all right, right. you come on, right. all right, come on, I got, all right, I'm gonna jump right. on your record, all right, I'm gonna jump on your, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Even tapping in, like like you said, blue face, right. like reaching out, hitting people in their DM, like, yeah. hey, I see what I, you're I doing, like, song. send me something, let's yeah. do it, yeah. like that's big. Yeah. What's that with dude? The, um, uh, the dude from Memphis. Uh, I'm Oh, oh, Black Boy JB. Black Boy JB, yeah. So it's like stuff like that. Same shit. Crazy man. Um, yes. Yeah, salute to Drake. Um, and do you think now Chris Brown has this this tour going on? Um, oh yeah, Ty Dolla Sign is on that. Shout out to crazy. Yellow Bees. He's on that. Uh, Tory Lanez is on it, right? Am I? Am I? Tory Lanez is gonna be yeah. yeah Tory okay, Lanez okay, Lanez yeah. Lanez so sh- I think that tour is gonna be dope. Yeah, man. That's I'm cool. actually looking forward to that. I don't really look forward to tours because I don't really give a fuck that right, much. Right. But the lineup is dope. Yeah, no, nah, that's gonna be an amazing little thing, especially when it comes out here. Um, and speaking of Tory Lanes, uh, speaking of uh, Drake, Canadians, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They they Raptors is so close to closing this thing out, man. I think they really messed up on that opportunity. They fucked up because you can't give Golden State. No, an you gonna give nothing, bro. Listen. One of the homies told me one day when we was in the streets, he was like, look, man, you can stop it for nigga go down, but then what happened when he get back up? Get back up, man. Bro, you got to stump him all the way out. Warrior. <laughs> I was like, right damn. Now. Yeah, now that's a good analogy. Damn. Up. If it goes to game seven, I, I, at this point, I don't think it's going ha- to work. I don't think Raptors can can, can um, pull that off. Well, 
I didn't like. Let me tell you what I didn't. What my takeaway was. I didn't like how them white people was cheer, cheering when Katie was getting. That was whack. But okay, so okay, I didn't see it. I saw just a snippet of it. The way I interpreted it was they were applauding because he got up. Well, no, there were people cheering because he was injured. Wow. See, I didn't see that part. There were people cheering out when because he was injured. And that now that's whack. That's that shit's like he got a torn Achilles, bro. That's trash, yeah. That's like, trash. Like that's I, I get it, like competition. I get like even somebody that work at like work at the other radio station out here in LA. I don't hate them motherfuckers. Right, 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 of course. And that's what I be trying to tell people sometimes when we be doing this shit, it be like, um, uh, yo, like we, you know, don't be doing this and don't be a fraternized. And I'm like, bro, it ain't no beef like yeah. that. This is a job. Right, exactly. You, If you fire me today, I'm going to fuck with them. <laughs> it's like, what you expect me to do? So I think that when, when it comes to, like, people, like, being uh, celebratory over somebody's real life fucked yeah. up shit, that's whack. And I and I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that. Do you think that, do you think it's going to go to game seven? Raptors, Warriors? Raptors, Warriors, Game Seven, maybe. Yeah, it. I don't know. Shit is tricky, dog. I don't know because they had a chance to close them out and they didn't do it at home. At home, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know that Oracle Arena, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, the, the, when they the, go back, when they be when the, when Golden State is in the Bay. Here's this. Oh my gosh. Here's here, here's here's the way I look at it at this point because I'm, I'm I'm I you know me I root for the underdog. So I was actually like, okay, if they cl- they gonna close this thing out, they go. This is this is great. It's dope. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, amazing. Like he he from the IE. So yeah. all right, that's how I was able to attach myself to get onto the, right. the, the I would say the bandwagon of the Raptors. Like all right, for sure, if they one of them teams gonna win anyway. Right. So if I'm gonna celebrate somebody, I'm gonna celebrate the underdog. Right before it was like, okay, up north Bay Area, you know what I'm saying? They 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 um, siblings of uh, you know California, LA. They had they they got their time they got their win so I'm I'm happy for them on that but celebrating you know Kawhi Leonard wanted them to see them win but bruh you had I look at this as a as a, an odds thing right mm-hmm. they got two I want to say two wins I could be wrong two wins in the Bay yeah the That's... chances of the third time that happening is slim to none so which means that's gonna force a game seven and we already know what the Warriors do. Down the line, Game Seven. They've they've been there. They've had that practice. You know what I'm saying? They've had that. They've been. They've had that experience. Yeah. So I'm thinking, if it comes down to Game Seven, I don't see the the Raptors pulling it off. But yeah, no, no, no. If if yeah, no, no. If it goes seven, it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see how this plays out. Shout out to the Warriors and the Raptors, though, man. Uh, still Lakers gang on mine. Laker gang on mine. Uh, this here, I don't want to talk about the. Uh, so you don't want to talk about? I, I want to talk about oh. this. Did you see the clip of Hove and Beyonce at the game? Was it at, at, the, course, at the game, right? And and old girl was talking to Hove. Becky with the uh, yeah, that was, was <laughs> Becky it, was, with it, was, the good hair. Becky with the good hair. She was the Warriors coach. No, the Warriors owner's wife, I believe. Listen, somebody associated with the Warriors organization. Beyonce wasn't having it. Yeah, she didn't. That, she don't give a fuck what was going on. Hey, so I was talking this morning, right? And I was like, yo. It, wouldn't it would it be weird? Like, okay, so you know how like you you married. Mm-hmm. How possessive is your wife? Like, is she okay with like say a girl is kikiing? She's she's very subtly possessive. She's not a and that's what I love about her. She's not gonna go out of her way to be like, uh uh-uh, uh, hell no. Like she's not gonna if we're in public, she's not gonna pull me back. She's not gonna like getting away or anything, but she going to let it be known, like, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. Just to oh, she going to let you know. She going to let me know. I wasn't feeling that. She won't ever say that to the girl. It depends on how disrespectful the girl is. Okay, so because I, I had a conversation this morning, right, um, where it was like, the, like, women, this girl told me, she was like, yeah, I'm crazy. She was like, mm. don't talk to my man, don't right, look at him, right. don't touch him. <laughs> I, I, whatever you gotta ask him, ask, ask me, no, and I'll ask him. Uh, and hell I, nah. <laughs> hell no, nah. and I was like, "What you mean?" She was like, um, "Like you know, do you want extra ice in your?" Nah, nah, fuck that, babe. Do you want extra ice in your nah, shit? No, hell no. Nah. No, he don't want no extra ice, bitch. Like nah, I would. Nah, <laughs> I, I was like, so when I was looking at Beyonce's face, though, she had that look. She had that look like, bitch. 
like you in my you in my space you right in now. My space right now, because because if I, I mean, I've only I've never set courtside. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be clear. I've never set courtside. Right. I've set close enough. On a hookup, like, yo, my mom hit a lick with, you know, with the right, owner, right, 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 right. owner of her company got the tickets, and his family right, ain't right, in town right. or some shit. That type <laughs> so of got shit. those seats. So those I just sat close enough to see how close them seats are right. together. And it's loud, too. And it's loud. So for her to be leaning all over in Beyonce's lap like that, it's just like, bitch, like, well, if, you don't back, get your, get, if you don't get up off of me, like, you can talk to you talking like, to my yeah. husband right now. Man, like, you can send a memo through me. Um, So I just wanted to know what other people's take on that is because I think that, I don't know how I would react to that. Because the girl that I was talking to about it, she's mm-hmm. like, she ain't going for none of that. She's yeah. like, bitch, hold why on. you laughing too hard? He hold is on, not that funny. Hold on, though. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Hold <laughs> I think Hove, low-key, I don't think he was tripping, though. Let me tell you why. If you remember, there was another game where they were courtside again, and LeBron came up uh, and was chopping it up with Beyonce, <laughs> and they was kikiing. Did they? And Hove was in the corner like <laughs> he said they was key kid. Bitch, if you don't, what, what, what y'all got to talk about? You don't play basketball. Yeah. I, and, and you know Jay and, and, and LeBron's situation, they they cool. So it was like, yo, you can talk to me, like, but I I don't know. So I think he was low key like, all right, yeah, it's payback. It's payback. You think so? I, I pull if you can pull up that clip. I don't think Hove is that petty. He's not. He's not that petty, but he he's aware of the situation that's going on. Like, yeah, yeah how that how that feel? How that feel? Yeah. I don't know if they play on that level though. Hey man, I think everybody does. It may not be to the magnitude, but I think they got their inside shit. Driving home, like, <laughs> yeah. So when so when has it been a time where you've ever done that with Tasha? Um, I'm trying to think. It, it might be. Ah, oh, I don't think ah. Uh, it may be something on a level of, like, I know she got a celebrity crush, mm-hmm. right? Perfect example. I know she got a celebrity crush. This this is the one of the last times it happened, actually. She got a celebrity crush, you know, Trey Songs. Yeah. Trey Songs just had a baby. Didn't nobody know, right? Mm. Just came out the baby, so I, you know, hit her up like, ha, hey, you see your boy? Yeah, that's crazy, right? So I know in her mind, it kind of like, damn, like, like, I know she don't want to hook up with him, but the fact that he got a baby... It's like just kind of pushing that in her face, like yeah, your, your boy, your boy, uh, just had a had a baby. What's up? You know what I mean? And it's like it's like one of those irritating things, like shut up, like whatever, like you know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where I know it irritates her, but she's not gonna say nothing about it because she try to play it off like she don't give a fuck. So how does how does that work? Like in a relationship, you've been with Ty, y'all, y'all just celebrated y'all seven years, seven years yep. together. Congratulations, yep. thank you, appreciate it. Uh, as a member of the faithful black male community, black men don't cheat. Shout out, uh, shout out to Lil Duval yeah. and Charlemagne. Um, Chuck Dizzle is a member of the faithful black community. Yes. Um, if Oh, fuck you. Here we go. If, this nigga trying to get a clip, y'all. Just gonna, nah. no, no, this nigga trying to get a clip. <laughs> to get see, a clip. if you look, you look at his ass, he's like, all right, come on, because this nigga know. So I'm going to position this. So, no, I'm just saying, like, so your wife got a celebrity crush who's mm-hmm. Trey Songs. Mm-hmm. Trey Songs is doing a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Can she go? Am I taking her? <laughs> hey baby Trey Song's got a meet no, me. let's go no like you gotta be on air I'll do that for her you'll do it for her I'll do it for her what do you I, do it for her I'll you ain't doing up. shit you at, the, you at work I'll set it up so so you'll send her to the to the Trey Song's meet and greet plus one <laughs> <laughs> hey Sparkle I need you to uh <laughs> Hey, Sparkle, set up. We got this meet and greet with Trey Songs. Yeah. Sparkle gonna go with you. All right. Make sure that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, Lupe, Lupe. Yeah, somebody Lupe. going. Lupe, God damn it. I need you to take this picture. Hold on. Sparkle. Take the baby. To, look, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna exchange parenting tips. How about that? Take the baby. Take the you baby. know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Yeah, the baby going with you. <laughs> hey, that's one of them moments. Hey, the baby going with you too. You hey, who gonna watch who gonna watch who gonna watch the baby? Who gonna watch the baby? <sighs> gotta gotta take She away. got a babysitter. That's why Sparkle and uh, Lupe gonna go. So she can't go. She's not going solo. No, but listen. She's not going solo. No, but listen though. So she was supposed to go with her sister. hmm Her sister, nah, that's not gonna happen. Okay. She was supposed to go with Sparkle. Okay. 
Sparkle had to cancel last minute. She's not going. <laughs> no, I'm saying she's not going. She wouldn't want to go. She wouldn't want to go. She wouldn't want to go. Why? Because she's she she doesn't like the she doesn't like crowds and public. You know you know. Oh yeah. yeah. She's not with all that. She's like hey, if no, it's just it's a it's, she wouldn't do it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, she wouldn't do it because she's not that. And that's that's the dynamic of our relationship. Because yeah, she has a celebrity crush, but she's not gonna be thirsty about how she's gonna go see him. Mm-hmm. If it happens, it happens. But that's why it's like I would. That's why I said I would send somebody with her because she wouldn't go on her own. Yeah, all right, nigga. I, you ain't gonna clip me. Oh no, I got the clip. <laughs> <laughs> got it's gonna be clip. a little silence with the Jeopardy theme or something like that. I already know you got it. Yeah, I already got the clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey. man. Gonna be a clip. <laughs> hey, you really had me thinking about it because I'm like, can't will she can can she go? Can she go? Can she go. Who's your celebrity crush? I don't think I have one. I had one years back, which was Stacey Dash. Now, not no more. Yeah, she's a hardcore like Trumper or some yeah. shit like that. It's not even because of that. She just she fell off to me. Damn. You off. age shaming? I'm not. She just fell off. She's there's there's no intrigue anymore. There's nothing out there that I think the last time that I saw Stacey Dash and I was like, whoa, was when she was in the Black Man magazine. And she uh, they they sell it. They, in, 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 in matter of fact, they were talking about how she was like 40 something. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> you look like that at four. All right, for sure. Yeah. That's what's so up. So you don't have no celebrity crush right now? Not right now. Damn. Yeah, and that's sad to think about. That's just like saying, that's like asking, um, who'd you, it's like asking you, who would you want to see on tour? You know what? That's interesting that you said that, though, because now that I'm thinking about it, think I don't know. Think about it. There's no I don't know if I have one because I think the celebrity thing has transformed, and now it's like, oh, I know who that chick is on Instagram. Now, you know, you know that might be a situation I might try to avoid. You know what I'm saying? Just that's a headache know. I don't want to inherit. I think before was more or less. It, there was a lot of mysteriousness about the people that you had crushes on. It was just the idea, the nostalgia. Like, damn. Now it's like, I feel like with social media and especially how small LA is, mm-hmm. you hear about, you know about different people and they situate. It's like, nah, I'm cool on that. Do you happen to know? Okay, like, let's say you wasn't married. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know, like, if you was me, mm-hmm. what would your dating life look like? Man, it'd be crazy. It would. It'd be crazy. It'd just be crazy, man. Because my shit. Because crazy. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you why. Because and I'm so glad that I got out of this shit <laughs> before. Yeah. I feel like I lived my life in college. Yeah. And I I did that with the intent of like, all right, because once I settle down, I don't want. I don't want to have nothing else to even be thinking about. That's right. Rap. But I also know how stubborn I am when I, when it comes to like how selective I am, right? When it comes to like dating or just trying to talk to somebody. I remember how I was in, in college and it's like now there's no good selections out there. Mm. So I think that that would make me more ruthless in how I would want to get with somebody. Mm. I wouldn't care about, trying to I wouldn't I wouldn't think about the long term in terms of a woman mm-hmm. because there, there was there's nothing out there worth kind of holding on to mm-hmm. based off of the selections that's out there I could be you know obviously just wrong as everybody's situations are different individuals are different but as a general look of the selections that are out there I'm like all right well shh, I'm gonna be ruthless then gotcha. there's, no, there's no point in in trying to find that right one I'm gonna just you know, be crazy with it. So you you don't think that you would approach it any differently than Well, I was in college. Right. Yep. Damn. You think that's what happens like to people like me? Like we, Absolutely. So I'm stuck in college. That's exactly what it is. Oh shit. It's just an evol- evolved form of, of college. That's it. But I never and, but went away to college like that. I know, but you, you that doesn't take away from the lifestyle. You still have the lifestyle. Yeah, my, my you still had no. Lifestyle. My refrigerator definitely looked like a college dorm room. Exactly. I just had somebody talk shit about me, <laughs> bro. I was I was like, that's what you got in your refrigerator. Yep. I'm like, yeah, it's water and Gatorade, the essentials, <laughs> nigga. The shit I need to survive. Orange juice, exactly. But so where's top- your groceries? I'm like, what do I need? What groceries? What you mean? Top ramen. But honestly though, the fact that you are getting older though, you at, I mean, but you eat you eat pretty good. Why? Because I don't cook. Yeah, you eat, you eat. So I eat, you know, I eat at restaurants or I eat, pick up whatever I can. Chick-fil-A now is right here. But. Um, Do you think you'll ever learn how to, like, cook on your own? 
Or is that something you like totally off I'm of? I'm totally off of. I mean, I'll, I'll do some shit on the foreman. <laughs> what? That's not a, that's not a cool? <laughs> no, it's, it's a start. It's cool. I mean, as I, long as I can't control look. the heat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, I, if I'm in control of the, of the flame, it's going to be a problem. Nope. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm cool telling you that. right now. <laughs> I don't fuck with it. Hey, at least you know, because I'm the same way. When it comes to cooking, like, I'll, I'll try shit. But I'll stick to my. What's breakfast. the last thing you cook? Like a meal? I'm I'm breakfast all day. I'll do I'll do breakfast foods. That's it. What's the last bre- uh, meal you made? Um, <laughs> it's, it's so basic too. But like just like it's like um, fucking scrambled eggs or some shit. Like <laughs> hey, you a basic bitch. <laughs> I'm basic when it comes to that. But not, but not. But see, I I put like uh, like what I put what I put in there like. It's some, it was a trick Tasha told me when we first start dating. So that's my go-to move. When I scramble legs, I just put some, like, garlic salt in there. Like, yeah, bitch, what? <laughs> they got act like I'm doing something. No. Nah, you ain't doing shit. What about non-breakfast? Oh, yeah, you got me. You ain't never made? Oh, man. Y'all been married seven years. I probably, I've no, I've, I remember the one time, the one time I tried to make hamburgers. The one time I tried to make hamburgers, it was decent, but it was just, eh. The flavor wasn't right. Like I, I, my my biggest fear when it comes to cooking, no bullshit. And this is now that I'm thinking about it, this is why I, I order like, um, well done, well done steaks. I know niggas get on me for that shit. I don't give a fuck. I have something. I have a big issue with undercooked food. <laughs> I have a fucking like a a, a a huge issue. So when it comes to burgers, I want my shit. I want to make sure that yeah. shit is cooked. So if I do, I I think I cooked it one time and it was still pink in the middle. And I've been forever scarred on that shit. Hey, let me tell you something. The homie Chuck Dizzle, man. It's so bad. Chuck- I'm going to say, no, no, no. Hold on. Let me just finish this part. It's so bad that even when I like, when I do breakfast foods and I do like um, like sausages, I'll, when I when I put the sausage in the pan, I'll make sure I cut the motherfucking sausage and then put the fork on it. And then, I don't know how, okay, so you got the sausage like this. So you put it I'll, face down. I'll, no, I'll, I'll put it in there in the pan, let it sizzle up. And then I'll cut the motherfucker in the middle and then make sure I grab the fork and then just so the middle part is cooked. I don't play with... (laughs) That's one thing... I don't think I've ever spoken on that shit. That's one thing I don't play with. Undercooked meat, I don't fuck with Did you get food poisoning? No, I just don't want to get it. I've seen I've seen the salmonella. I've seen all kind of bullshit and shit. Nah, fuck that. I'm not... (laughs) I'll talk about me. I'll get a well-done steak. Sorry. Yo... We, I mean, if you from L.A., you uh, like not from L.A., but if you ever been in the Hollywood area and you know about Bossa Nova, we ordered Bossa Nova, and this food Chuck Dizzle ordered a well done steak hey, over French fries. I did, I did from a Brazilian, I from did. a. Uh, I did, uh, bro. I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know the options. You so hey, that nigga no, ordered no, no, a well no, no, done steak no, on, on a bed of French fries, no. dog. Time out. First of all, hey, let me get that leather belt no, you, and some potatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You guys asked, what do you want to eat? And I said, I think I gave some other option. Now, nah, I said, well, go ahead and pick. What are we eating from? Then you guys select Bossa Nova. I'm like, all right, I'm not too familiar with it. I'm a, I'm a type of person. Again, I go with what I know. There was shit on the menu. I'm like, you know what? I ain't never had that. I'm not going to try it. But who else was eating with us that night? Hey, let me get that. Uh, nah, time out. Who, somebody else was eating with us that night. I forgot who. CC Love. That's what, okay, and she ordered. She ordered uh, some bullshit. Some bullshit too. She was trying to be experimental. Oh, she got the Beyond Burger. Or some she shit did like some that. bullshit, and <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even. Bring, first of all, they took forever to make her shit. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't bring it. Yeah. And then when they did bring it, she ate that shit, and she was like, "Nah, that shit, I fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah, should have got that leather belt. No. Yes. Let me get that shoe sole. I'll take that. With, no. Yes. How you gonna tell me what? I don't like. And then you got to know to use steak sauce. I did. Why? <laughs> why not? If I know the shit is gonna taste good with the steak sauce, why? What's the point in eating it then, nigga? It's something I want to eat. All right, all right. What's you your preference in food? What, you what, what do you? What do you? What do you seafood. like? Seafood. You like seafood, right? Shrimp, crab, lobster. You know how you like your shit, right? Salmon. You know how you like your shit, right? What if somebody says, "Oh man, you know." Nah, the way to eat it is to to make sure it's really sautéed to the point where it's that that like do you like it where it's like a little burnt, a little blackened. Yeah, you like a little blackened. What if somebody said, Nah, that's not how you're supposed to do it. 
You supposed to have your Nah, you can't blacken your shit. I mean, by all means, I'm gonna order how I want to order. Exactly. So you get what you want to get. Exactly. Even if it's stupid. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll yeah. take it. Even if it's stupid, you matter of fact, this I do want to talk about this too, real quick. Whoever the white person was to take a potato, cut it, and put it in some hot grease <laughs> is a fucking genius. It would make French fries? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, whoever the first, whoever the white person was... They had to be white? They, oh, it was for sure a white person. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wish I would like to take credit for that as a black man in America. Let me... Uh, okay, I'm sorry. But, but, you you know how high you gotta be? Just say, you know what, this... To, you know how high you... They was let on me, some let me good pull, Let me pull this shit out the ground and chop it up. They took a potato, peeled it, cut it, and was like, I'm going to just put it in this hot grease like, and see what, what happened. It was a French, because it's French fries, right? It was a French. It was a French. A Frenchman. French. <laughs> he said it was a French. It was a French. <laughs> it was a like, French. It was a, somebody, it was like a I heard somebody say that. It was a gay. It was a gay. What the fuck does that mean? It was a black. Like, what? Um, now, have you heard of somebody ordering their fries? Extra well crispy? Well done. Yeah, but that just means extra crispy. Okay. I'd heard that shit for the first time the other day, and I'm like, this is some stupid shit. I've See? heard crispy. See? I've heard crispy. Stupid. No, I've heard crispy. By all means, get your shit crispy, but I've never heard well-done fries. Yeah, no, I heard that before. Okay. I guess I'm not tripping. I guess I am tripping, because I was about to go off on a rock. I, I, I grew up around weirdos, so. Okay. Um, a salute to B.I.G., too, man. Notorious B.I.G. Um, I didn't realize that they hasn't, haven't, in his own hood, they hadn't put a street after him. They didn't? They just did it, this, I think, this last week. Uh, I would assume that they would have already done that. A long that. time ago. Same thing with Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang a couple, couple weeks ago. I saw ago. the Wu-Tang shit a couple weeks ago or a month ago or whatever. To me, it's surprising that, um, especially for Biggie, because, I mean, you you look out here with Nip, they did that shit in the, you know, in the week. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They made sure we, we got that shit up real quick in that little square. Yeah, you know, West Coast move a little different. There's no Tupac Street, though, huh? Nah. <laughs> Said we move a little different, but uh, yeah. still ain't no Pop. Well, I mean. I know. I'm just going to say. The Tupac should get geographically complicated. <laughs> Where would you put it? Huh? Well, they do have like a center. I mean, in Maryland, do you put it in the Bay? Yeah. Do you put it in it should be like in Compton? It could be like MLK. It could be in all these cities. All the nah, cities they nah, grew nah. up. Tupac didn't do as much as MLK. <laughs> let's chill. Let's 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 not do that. We're not doing that do today because hey, I don't want to be the guy. Hey, ninety you can't tell me in ninety six, if there was a way to petition petition that shit, that would have been fucking Tupac Shakur Boulevards all throughout every city that he grew up in. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that we're not finna sit here and, and put and put Tupac in the same vein as a Martin or Malcolm. People do it. Or a Lloyd Lewis or none of that shit. People do it. Yeah, but we not finna do that today. Not you on sure? not on not not today. You not sure? on this day in June. No, we not. So Pac didn't have the same influence as the MLK. I didn't say influence. I said I say he didn't do what they did. Some people got more shit for less. I'm just saying. Well then, well fuck it. Then everybody get it. Everybody get a street. You get a street. You get a street. Let's let's go. Let's go find out when Oprah giving streets out <laughs> on her show. Because I want one too. Oh my god. All you right. know what I'm saying? Hey, you know it's funny. Uh, real quick because we wrap up, but. I was on Instagram Live last night, and I'm really happy with the bravery in people now. Like, people, like, are not afraid of me. You know, they hopping on the live singing and rapping and showcasing their talents and stuff like that. Um, and I, I'm really happy with, like, people, like, putting themselves out there like that. Because it was a couple of dope people. Yeah. The thing is, what's the worst that can happen? You shoot on them. I think people, I, I think what it is at the end of the day, people look at it as... All right, fuck it. If this is the way I got to be noticed, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Some people are okay with that exposure. Other people aren't. Other people aren't. But at the same time, you got to get over your fear some way or another. So if it's not mm -hmm. DJ Head, who's it going to be? I'd rather do it for DJ Head on on a, uh, Instagram Live and get shot on. And you know what I'm saying? That didn't sound right at all. No. Fuck. That's the clip. <laughs> Damn. You know what I mean, though. Yeah. Um. Put yourself out there, man. Put yourself out there and, and you know, you got to fail in order to, what did I say? I said it on Twitter the other day. Um, fuck, I can't remember. Failing forward, uh, anything. It had something about, it had something to do with you can't see success or failure is better than success. Failure, failure helps you 
more than success. I know I'm fucking it all up, but at the same, at the end of the day, you have to fail in order to see success. If you don't fail at all, you know, there's no fucking, there's nothing, there's nothing for you out there if you're not, you don't get a chance to fail. That, that, that gives you character. It helps build your armor up. And the earlier you're able to do that, it's going to benefit you later on in life for sure. I feel that. All right. Um, anything you want to say? Any last things? Yeah, shout out to um, Jeff Bezos and Amazon, uh, now the, the world's most valuable brand over uh, Apple. I'm so really... I thought, that, I thought that Ben happened. Nah. Um, it's, it's, there's a... Um, I'm a I want to plug this, matter of fact. Let me pull it up. Poly Matter. There's an Instagram, I mean, a YouTube channel called Poly Matter. P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R. He does hella like... Uh, videos on breakdowns and stuff like that. His breakdown on Jeff Bezos' strategy on how he on how he uh, got to, to prominence to be the richest Word. man in the world yeah. is nope. fucking amazing. So, uh, and I mean, he's a little weirdo, but he does dope videos. And Jeff Bezos is one of them people I feel like don't get enough credit for the way he models, the way he thinks. Yeah. It's like, we're going to take a loss over here for the long-term game. I'm talking about long-term. Like, you talking about playing the long game? Yeah. I'm talking about I'm gonna take losses for ten years straight so I can win in twenty. Wow, that type of shit. Yeah, no, that's that's big. And so it's just I just feel like that is something to be said there in in, in strategy on how people be thinking. Everybody want a quick flip. Right. Everybody want their shit right now. And um, yeah. Well, I mean, because it's also you got one life to live. So we 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 kind of met with that that narrative of quick, fast. We got to do. We got to do. We got to hurry up. One life, twenty four hours. What are we gonna do in twenty four hours? But at the same time, you do have to play for the long. Long term, I, I like what Gary Vee always says. Yeah, play, you know, micro versus macro. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You you got to live your life, of course, as full as you can, but understand it's for the long term strategy. So, yeah. I also want to shout out Connected to Lead. Connected to Lead is a, a initiative on um, leadership and goal setting. Um, I just spoke at the workshop that they had last weekend. Shout out to Jennifer Harris. Uh, she's the creator of it. And she um, basically I was talking to people about setting goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was based around the book that I got. Matter of fact, I got a book recommendation from Curtis King Word. called uh, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Yeah, that book is fucking amazing. Love it. Um, so it was just about books and like motivation and, and um, how to set goals and how to have goals. I mean, how to best practices on goal setting. OK. How the goals should look? Should they be obtainable? Should they be unreasonable? Right. Whatever, all this kind of stuff. So I did. I, I led a workshop on it. That's dope. And it was it was super dope. So I like what they doing. Shout out to Nemesis and Gardena. Can you uh, motivate Lil Xan to not pull out guns on people that's talking about Tupac? No, please. No, He's, I don't know what the fuck. What you know what? That goes back to the the, the the original point we were talking about as far as expectations and being in this lifestyle and understanding that people going. Treat you a certain way because you're a celebrity. Although I do feel that as a celebrity, you should be ready for shit like that. Mm-hmm. You got to know when to pick your battles. You know, you know, Tupac is one of the most, you know, obviously dear artists out there. And mm-hmm. anything that you say may get misconstrued, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People can continue to pick on you. Yeah, ain't, ain't shit you can do about it. But pulling out a gun. Now, I heard reports saying that he was really defending himself. Maybe the dude was talking shit or maybe threatened him before he turned on the camera. But at the same time, you got to know. Lil Xan got to know just to walk away, bro. Yeah, I mean, Lil Xan, that's where I'm at in life. And I'm glad you brought that up because I'm definitely at a place in my life where if I got more to lose than you, I'm not fucking with you. Yep. If you're not risking as much as I'm risking for this confrontation, I'm I'm logging off. Very true. Period. I'm logging off and I'm calling the authorities. And we out like that. Just straight up because... It's not fair. Yeah. You got all these inner like did you see the Zab the Zab Judah? Nah. The dude, he caught up with an internet troll. It was nah. two dudes, two dudes host this show. I don't know what this show is. And he pulled up on them? It was two dudes and they and they got this show that they do on social. I don't know where they do the nah. show. And basically, they find out where these internet trolls work or where they live or wherever, and they just pull up on you with the person that you was trolling. And just film it. And that's that's the whole premise. And so this guy who worked at this, he looked like he was a, a, a retailer, a retailer, or he was, he was a tailor or something like that. Bro, he walked up and he was like, "Yeah, so you was talking shit, this and that." Um, and he was like, "Yeah, you know." He was, and he stood on it. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I said it. You know, I feel like that. Whatever, whatever." And then in walks Zab Judah. He was like, "Yeah, so what you was, you, was you, you know, you was like, what, what was you saying?" He was like, "Whoa." Whoa. He was like, "Bro, like I was just playing. It wasn't like Yo, that." He's like, "No, no, no. I need five minutes. Like, come outside." 
He was like, come outside. He was like, nah, bro. Like, nah. He was trying to turn it all the way down. Wow. And I'm just like, see, I like that energy. I like, I don't not, I don't I'm not a fan of confrontation, mm -hmm. but I do like people being held accountable. Yeah. Whether that's a conversation yeah. or otherwise. Yeah. I feel like that could be handled with a conversation. Absolutely. Anything, anybody that knows me or even heard me or know who I am mm -hmm. knows that anything could happen to me with a conversation. Yeah. It never has to go past a conversation with me because I'm never going to engage in um, any kind of bravado or physical right. um, aggression. Mm -hmm. So anybody that does approach me with physical aggression will be met with the proper authorities. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. So I'm at a point in my life like where I can perfectly relate mm -hmm. To somebody of sound mind, like I'm not, in, I'm not in a space where Lil Xan is. Like, man, I gotta protect myself. I gotta do this, bro. What are you, what are you doing riding around with a gun? First one. of all, yeah, and uh, that's nobody, privilege. And nobody talked about that's privilege. Nobody talked about in the video. And this is a whole different conversation. We don't have to go there, but nobody talked about the fact that he was calling old boy back the nigga. He was like, hey, nigga, whoa, whoa, whoa. like, bro, Lil Xan, come on, bro, you got chill. Yeah. Like, nobody called that part out of it, but. Yeah, man, it's it's one of those things you got to be careful. I just think that we in a time where it's dangerous, bro, and and every it's a camera everywhere. Every single place. make no mistake about it. Mm -hmm. Wherever you think that you're watched, wherever you wherever you think you're gonna do and get away with it, you not. Exactly. So I'm just telling you, as DJ Head, if you don't have as much to lose or more than me to lose mm -hmm. for this conversation. Or this, I mean, for this confrontation, I'm not fucking with it. Yeah. Just like, it was funny that you brought Talk it up. Talk to Silas or my attorney. Somebody talked to me about that the other day. We were, we were talking, and they brought up um, the Kevin Gates interview. Right. And they were like, yo, what happened with your boy? Like, I'm like, he's not stupid. Like, And at the end of the day, I was like, you guys really, it didn't bother him. I was not bothered. He was by not bothered by that. Like, Kevin Gates saying, don't touch me. And, you know, brushing you off, that is not a Bro, big deal. Kevin Gates could have called me a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> You're not going to trip. I'm not tripping. Right. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that. I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Like, um, I forgot who I was having a conversation or what I was listening to. Damn, I wish I remember because this shit was a bar. I was listening to, I think it was a, either a book or a podcast. And they were talking about how if somebody, if you don't love someone, how could you allow them to make you, I mean, how could... If you don't care about someone, mm. why would you care about what they think? Mm. Or why would you care about what they say? Or some shit like that. And I was like, damn. Like, if I don't if I don't care enough about you, mm. why would I care about your opinion? Even, even deeper, somebody, like, we know, we all know you love your mother. Correct. There's certain things that she probably says to you, you don't give a fuck. She she didn't think I'd just do entertainment. Exactly. That's not going. So if you think that somebody is not that doesn't listen to their mom, you know, obviously in, in the correct um, context, why is he gonna care about somebody else's thoughts? I don't give a fuck. At all. I just don't care, bro. Yeah. I know some. A matter of fact, it was somebody that um, got at me. Um, I wish I could read the tweet, but it, basically, I said something like I wanted. I was like, one somebody I know, and I'm not even gonna say his name because it ain't worth it. But somebody I know apparently has a problem with me for whatever reason. No idea, right? Mm -hmm. So I saw him saying some shit on Twitter like, yo, um, no more being humble, this and that. And I know that part of my success is through grace, mm -hmm. being being humble, being grateful, being gracious, mm -hmm. right? Paying it forward, yeah. pulling, helping other people, yeah, all that forward. kind of shit. And, um, I, and he said something about fuck being humble now. It's about, you know, this and that. And I said, live in grace. You know, always live in grace. Mm -hmm. Just shooting them a like, hey, here go a live. This will help me. Yeah. He said, nigga, shut up. <laughs> I said, no problem. For sure. <laughs> That's it. That's it. In the conversation. No problem. I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> it don't matter to me. Uh, I don't care. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I'm trying to throw you a live, something that actually helped me. Right. And like, fuck you. All right, bet. For no, sure. No problem. Got you. I don't need this interaction. Yeah. Um, one last thing I do want to just say salute to, um, and I just got a whole different perspective, uh, for and of is whack 100. Mm. There's a podcast out. I don't know if you saw it. You Mike got, Tyson. Mike Tyson. I don't, I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it. Go check it out. If you've ever heard of whack 100, ever seen a whack 100. I know whack. If you know, if you from LA, you know, whack 100, right? Games manager, um, Blueface's manager, he does a lot of different things, but I really, I really got a, a different insight to who he, his history, and who he is as a person. And he even talked about his comments on Tupac. And me as a Tupac fan, 
I actually agree with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, after watching that podcast, if you get a second to watch, we'll probably link it up in here somewhere. Check it out. Gives me a whole different respect for the dude. Um, and I, I like that he was very transparent on that podcast and talked about himself in real life versus what people see on social media. Yeah. And how it's a totally different thing. And he understands like what social media is used for. Again, not giving a fuck what people really think and feeding social media for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and just some things I didn't even I didn't know about certain deals that he was responsible for. And Wack is very, very smart. Yeah. He's very smart. I'm talking about like Wack is very, very smart. He know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like people think that he's some ignorant ass nigga. He yeah. Wack is very intuitive. He's very intelligent. He's I done had numerous conversations with Wack. Mm-hmm. Um and Wack is very, very smart and he knows exactly what he's doing. I just I like that that was highlighted in that conversation. Got you. He was able to show his true intellect. And and that that's the shit that I like and love would would love to have a sit down and talk with dude. So Shout out to WAC 100. Great episode of the podcast. Yeah. boxing with Mike Tyson. Um, but yeah, man, on that note, we appreciate you guys always showing the love. Subscribe and keep that love going. Keep that energy going. If you got any comments, make sure you let us know wherever you were listening, whether it be on the YouTube, the iHeart app, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever. Just keep it going. Keep the love. We appreciate the love. Uh, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Homegrown Radio. We'll catch y'all next time.